Welcome to the Call to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Called to Serve podcast. I'm Nathan, your host, and I'm really happy today. I try to be happy all the days. You know how that goes. Um, but I wanted to talk to you before we get into to our episode. I wanted to talk to you for a moment about, you probably can guess it, you got it, writing in your journal. So Max and I have these mission journals. If you haven't checked them out, look at the link in the description below. Go to the site, check them out. We've got about almost one third of all the missions up right now. Um, if you're not seeing the mission journal uh, for your specific mission or the one you're looking for, uh, feel free to email us. The email is also in the description. Uh, but before we get going, I wanted to share a little quote from Elder Richard G. Scott. I have shared it in the past, but just want to really internalize this because it's really a big deal. Uh, he says, write down in a secure place the important things you learn from the Spirit. You will find that as you write down precious impressions, often more will come, which is huge. I mean, I think we're all trying to find ways to hear him better, right? To have more spiritual impressions, to have to receive more personal revelation. So um, whether it's in one of these journals or not, be sure and make sure you have a place where you can write down your spiritual impressions and the things that uh, impact you spiritually, um, just so they, they're they available to you and that more will, more will come. And then Elder Scott finishes the quote. He says, also, the knowledge you gain will be available throughout your life. So like I just said, um, the things you write down now, the things you write down today will be available tomorrow and later. So write them down. But uh, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. We have a special guest with us. Her name is Maria Rosario from the Canary Islands in Spain. She has been called to serve in the Mexico City East mission, uh, spe specifically in the visitor center, which is very exciting. I know we uh, just interviewed someone a little while back. Uh, Melanie, who's also going to that same place. Um, it's crazy. The world the world somehow just gets so much smaller um, whenever you serve a mission. It's it's crazy how that works, but it does. So how are you doing today, Maria? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me here. Of course. Yeah, we're happy to have you on the on the podcast. Happy to hear your your story. So the first question we like to ask is really just what's your story? You know, what led you to want to serve a mission? Yeah, that I love that question. I was like thinking about what to share about that because I got to know the gospel when I was 13 years old, but I needed to wait till I got until I till I turned 18 years old in order to get baptized. So during five years, I needed to. Well, I couldn't go to go to church or neither to meet with members or missionaries, which was kind of uh, tough for me. But once I turned 18, I could get baptized. And now that I'm 19, I, I decided to go on a mission. I always wanted to, but I knew that it was going to be so hard. For everyone, it's hard. Everyone has their own trials. Uh, but I knew that I, I was going to have opposition too. So, but... I felt I needed to go, and especially when I received my patriarchal blessing and I studied deeply about the atonement of Jesus Christ, I really had a great desire that everyone can know Christ and have a personal relationship with Him and make covenants with Him. So that's why I decided, because of His great sacrifice for me and for everyone, I wanted 
to everybody to also like know about that and experience the atonement in their lives. That's awesome. That's a really unique story. That's cool. I know, um, you know, we're not going to get too deep into, you know, all the, the specifics there, but what, what was able, what did you do to keep yourself strong, you know, during those five years when, you know, you weren't able to join the church, what, what helped you stay spiritually strong? It was, uh, I would say like the tiny things, but there was a moment that I couldn't read the scriptures because I didn't have like the like, scriptures here physically mm-hmm. and I could read it uh, you know, on my phone either um, because of like stuff that happened. Yeah. Um, I couldn't do the tiny things, which was like very hard for me. And I was like overprotected. So even I couldn't like prayed, kneeled. So what it helped me to have faith in the Lord that someday I would be able to leave my faith and also to that someday I will be like a normal Latter-day Saint. It was like focusing on Jesus Christ. And that helped me to develop like a stronger uh, relationship with him. When I didn't have like any other source, I only had my faith and prayer in my heart. Um, and also, yes, like knowing that one day, that will be over and and also the gospel brings me so much joy and there's nothing in this world that makes me happier than the gospel and feeling heavenly father's love so i couldn't give that up so yes so that his love was my like the, the reason why i like continued praying and when I had a chance to read the scriptures so when I could uh, go to church uh, once I turned 18 and everything that his love was my um, my reason that's wonderful that's awesome something you said just reminded me of a scripture story I mean um, I believe it's the book of Alma uh, you know when Alma and his people they leave um, Alma, the one who is the the priest in King Noah's court, right? His people leave um, because they were going to be killed. So they leave and then they eventually find themselves in bondage. Um, I'm pretty sure it's to Amulon and other the other wicked priests, right, of King Noah. Um, and Alma and his people were praying and then the people that were basically uh, put it, inflicting bondage, inflicting them and putting them in bondage and um, basically making them be their slaves, they they basically banned prayers, right? Like they weren't really able to pray. And there's a scripture that says that they, they ceased lifting up their voice to him and began to pour out their heart to him. And so that's really cool that you, you shared that just that you had a prayer in your heart, you know, that you were able to, to stay strong and to have faith in the future, really, you know, cause at the moment it wasn't, wasn't ideal, right. For what you wanted, but you had faith that the future was that that day would come. And so that's really cool that you were able to, to do that. And then you, and then thanks for sharing that, you know, the whole thing as well, just about focusing on Christ and on his atonement and how that really, really helped you as well. So that's, that's really cool. Thanks for, for sharing that, uh, that experience. Um, no. no, you go ahead. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, thank, thank you. I'm, I'm very grateful also for that trial um, because that helped me to have like a spiritual self-reliant. And for example, that I was like living in Romania for a while. Um, I'm the only member of my family and I was like alone, living alone abroad. And uh, it helped me. We were only five members in a branch, like active members in a branch. Wow. So, and I was the only John Singer adult 
and my branch, of course. And, you know, for a while, because of, we were like very close to Ukraine, the missionaries needed to, to evacuate. So for a long time, I didn't have like friends in the church or oh, of course the members were my friends but it's not like they're they weren't in, in like my age right um, but it helped me even though i didn't understand the lessons it didn't i didn't understand the sacrament of me- meeting perfectly it helped me did like all the things that i lived before it helped me to to learn how to have a spiritual several reliance mm-hmm. and uh yes so also, yeah, it blessed me during that moment of my life where I wasn't was like alone and I didn't like understand the classes and everything. That's awesome. I like that phrase, becoming spiritually self-reliant. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean it's it's in a way it's like the the parable of the ten virgins, right? In the Bible, where there's the five who have extra oil and the five who don't. And you know, the five who don't are like, Yeah, give us of your oil so that you know we'll be able to go too. But it's like, no, because if, if we do, then there won't be enough for us. Like, you know, we gotta, we gotta learn how to be spiritually self-reliant and that's cool that, you know, I'm, I'm sure it was tough in a lot of, a lot of moments and it was not an easy experience, but that's cool that you had those experiences. You were able to, to gain that spiritual self-reliance. Um, you know, for those that, that might be looking to become more spiritually self-reliant, what, what advice would you give them? Involve in missionary work, involve in serving others, because the best th- uh, thing we can do to have the cons- companionship with, of the Holy Ghost and having uh, a better relationship with God is by being instruments of Him, by working side by side with Him and trying to repent daily. So to be more trying to be and working on our spiritual surfer alliance, I think, yeah, the little things, but also like doing it on purpose, like enjoying reading the scriptures, like valuing doing that. Like it's an enormous blessing to read the scriptures, to go to church every Sunday. It's like a great blessing that maybe and someday we won't have because like political, politically in the future, maybe Christians will not be able to, to worship as we normally do now. So, um, so yeah, having, involving ourselves in spiritual uh, experiences in missionary work and also um yeah like enjoying the little things that connect us with heaven and doing i'm sorry my dog's there that um, <laughs> uh daily doing it daily fishing upon i don't know if you say it like that fishing mm-hmm. on on the word of god yeah just fo- yeah, yes. focusing on it yeah yeah that's awesome that's cool i like what you said being working side by side with christ you know, and getting involved in missionary work, you know, really just the little things. But I, I do like, especially that you mentioned just doing things like purposefully, right? Like on purpose. I thought that was really cool. Just really just knowing why you're doing it. And if you're not finding joy in doing it, figure out, okay, ask yourself why that is and see if you can't get to the bottom of it so that you can get back to that place where you do find joy in those things and you do know, okay, I do this because I want this result or because this is how I feel about it. Just doing it on purpose. I really like that you, that you mentioned. 
Exactly. I'm sorry that I dug that, but exactly. Uh, I loved what you said, like trying to see what's the problem. Of course, like our faith is like a mountain and it goes like up and down sometimes. But, um, you know, sometimes like the gospel is like a, the sun and the moon is like super, super, super tiny. And sometimes the sun, like the, we can, we have an eclipse in an earth, right? Uh, we, we don't see the sun sometimes because the moon like gets in a point where i don't know yeah yeah the eclipse yeah so maybe something in about the gospel or about our lives uh, makes us to have an eclipse so uh how do we like fight against that and try to uh try to see like bright and see the sun again is by having patience and relying on the Lord that sometimes like the, the, the moon is going to get out and also choosing to have joy and having a relationship with God is like having a normal relationship with a, a friendship or with a normal relationship. You need to uh, sacrifice things. You need to have time and valuable times. Not like, yeah, okay, let's imagine you're dating somebody and know the dates that you are going suddenly to watch movies and you don't talk or you don't like, you know, you just things like you don't like <laughs> you get don't to know that, you know. Yeah. So with the Lord, the same, you need to have like valuable time and quality of time with Him. So that will help you to see. The, right in the gospel and help you with your doubts with your uh with your trials in life that's excellent i like that analogy it's true i mean yeah i mean if you're i i always hate um i've always hated first dates being you know going to a movie or even just in general like um you know you just you just aren't able to talk you know you aren't able to to progress the relationship a whole lot and so yeah that's cool i like i like you mentioned just getting the quality time with god right that's really cool that definitely makes a difference in in becoming spiritually self-reliant and um for those listening the dog effect is is great because sometimes on the mission you know you're sometimes you're on the mission and there are dogs in the investigative <laughs> homes and like the people you're teaching your friends you know and like sometimes they just bark so sometimes a lot of times you just got to figure out how to either tune it out or just continue continue moving forward or combination of both so that is a, is a nice effect um, um so maria what have been i mean obviously you shared some things you've been doing to prepare to serve a mission um have there been anything anything else that you've been doing that you feel like would be or that has helped you a lot to prepare for a mission yeah i think first being a missionary now like Every member is a missionary because every one of us, uh, every follower of Jesus Christ, when we got baptized, we made a covenant with him and that we are going to follow him and we're going to try to be a witness of him in every time and every places and in every moment. Um, so being a missionary now, we have a lot of ways to do it. Social media has been a great, great blessing. So I have been blessed also to work with um a lot of uh, members also that love to share the gospel. Uh, for example, Book of Mormon Central or Masfe in in Spanish. Mm. Uh, 
because in Spanish I haven't preached a lot in English, mm-hmm. but um, so it has been a blessing for me because it helped me a lot to see how social media and technology can bless so many lives. And I think that that was why also I got the blessing also to serve with so, like in the visitor center where I'm going to like serve a lot of social media. I think the Lord prepared me with be, uh, being a volunteer in Book of Mormon Central in Spanish or uh, Masfe because now more or less I know how to like contact and share the gospel through social media and it has helped me a lot so this is an example of the social media but of course it's so important like face to face to like going with, with the missionaries and trying to teach yeah, um, like less active or even active members trying to minister them and not only members but going and serve uh, in many ways uh, we all have gifts and talents that the Lord has given us and the Lord needs us the Lord has sent us during this time uh, because he like uh, saved us for this time well, this like last dispensation, like this last dispensation, the gospel was not gonna uh, like ruin like another dispensation. Like no, this last dispensation is gonna maintain to the second coming. So he saved the greatest uh, soldiers for this dispensation. So you are one of them, and so don't doubt of yourself. Start being a missionary now. Uh, try to fight and to. Uh, how do you say it? like try to work on your insecurities of like talking to people it's okay like all of us like struggle with that mm-hmm. um talking to people trying to develop your gifts and talents to preach the gospel and also focus on the little things trying to know the scriptures you don't need to know it perfectly but have like uh, that connection with the savior through them and prayer and the little things I think that has helping me. I don't know yet. I, I'm, I'm not in the mission field. I don't know what yeah. helped me, but right. three things like being a missionary right now, uh, reading the scriptures and getting a personal relationship with him through the scriptures and a prayer and uh, finding a place and a sacred growth, like my own sacred growth for, right. for prayer. That's awesome. That's awesome. You talked about a lot of things. I mean, I liked how you talked about, you know, just getting involved in missionary work, you know, being a missionary now, like really the mission started whenever we were baptized, not, not when we're set apart as a full-time missionary, right? That's just when your full-time mission starts, but really you're a full-time missionary, even when you're baptized, you know, full-time witness for Christ. And so that's really cool that you mentioned that as well as, you know, it sounds like you're basically going to get to the mission field and be pre-trained basically. I mean, you're, it sounds like you've had plenty of opportunities to, to, um, well, not just opportunities, but you've kind of created those opportunities, you know, not opportunities that are strictly available to you, but also, you know, for, for everyone who's listening, you know, there, there are opportunities out there. All you have to do is, is seek, you know, seek and you shall find. And so I like how you also mentioned just finding your own, basically your own personal sacred grove. You know, we all need a place where we can go, even if it's just a place in our head, you know, a place where we can just block everything out and just give that time to him and just kind of recalibrate, refocus, realign ourselves with his will and essentially repent basically in that moment and just get back on track. So I really like that you, that you mentioned that, but um, just in, in closing here, if, if there is someone listening to this podcast and there most likely is who is maybe still on the fence of serving a mission or just not sure if they should go, what advice would you give them? Um, 
to learn more about the temple and what we will covenant there and what will what the Lord wants to give us to. And because in the temple we'll learn somehow and through a symbolic way the how important is the tournament of Jesus Christ and how that great sacrifice changed everything and that great sacrifice of him was the center of the plan because that plan is the plan of redemption. So we really need, oh, he really did a great sacrifice. So studying about that, studying about all that he wants to give us um, and what he asks us of us, um, I think it's a great motivation to decide going on a mission, even though like, of course, it's going to be hard. And maybe... I don't know if anybody there is maybe the only member of their family too, and or no, it's or maybe you're uh, deciding whether to study or because you have like very amazing opportunities, mm-hmm. uh, your studies or work or whatever. Right. But this work, it's the best work that you will have in your life, and this is the best opportunity. Um, of course, everyone has their own mission, perhaps. The Lord has another mission for you. Maybe it's a service mission. Maybe, yeah, you will know. Mm-hmm. But as we said before, uh, the scriptures are very important because they also talk about us. And one, well, few verses that I really love in the scriptures that talk about us is in Revelations uh, 12. I'm going to look at super fast. Uh, let's see. I think it's in Revelations 12. Maybe I'm, <laughs> I just did. Okay. I'm looking at it. Very fast. Okay. Uh, so the scriptures really talked about talk about us. And when we read the scriptures and we try to reflect and see how they can help us. Um, I think it's just in 12. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to read it. Okay. Can I? <laughs> yeah, please do. Very, very fast. So I'm going to read where the here in the scriptures talk about you. Um, and it says in Revelation 12, 7, And there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels, and prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon cast out that old serpent called the devil and Satan, uh, which deceived the whole world. He was cast out into the earth. And his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accusers of our brethren is cast down, which I accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamp and by the word of their testimony and they loved not their lives and to the death therefore to rejoice ye heavens and ye that dwelt in them woe in the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea for the devil is come down unto you having great wrath because he knoweth that he hath but a short time so you fought against this great um, dragon and you um, overcame him by your testimony of Jesus Christ. You already did this and you did covenants before coming here too. And we don't remember them, but we were great uh, soldiers there. And the, 
Saturn knows that. So he will try to send you doubts and fears and a lot of opposition because he doesn't want you to do what you promised to do here. But I promise you that there is a way, as all of us know, First Nephi 3.7, the Lord will provide a way. And the mission is the best decision you can make. I know there's a lot of pressure, but it's a decision between God and you. Um, and really, yeah, I have talked a lot. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know that will bless you a lot if you decide to go on a mission. It will bless your family, even though when you're alone. Yeah, no, that's great. And don't do not feel bad at all for talking a lot because it's 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 not like you're just babbling on about about something. This is like really important, you know. And and I I did ask you the question. So, but if if I might just add, um, you know, as you were sp- sharing different things and as you were speaking, um, something that came to mind was just the quote from President Nelson. You know, when he said that the the gathering of Israel is the most important work that that is happening and that, that anyone can participate in you know and whenever we do anything on this side or the other side of the veil to bring people to christ whether that's you know missionary work here on earth or missionary work like temple family history work um, it's all gathering israel and so i also liked what you said about just learning more about the temple um recently president nelson um, posted a video on instagram just about how the temple is really just a reminder you know, a reminder of Christ, a reminder of, of what he's done. And just if, if we live as, as worthy as we can to be in that temple, whether or not we live close to one, we will be able to feel that power. And so thank you so much for, for sharing your story and your experiences and your, your wisdom with us. It's been, been a pleasure having you on the show and you're going to be a great missionary over in Mexico city and uh, give them heaven. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.